Welcome to the Glasgow Baptist Podcast, where each week we bring you the message from our Sunday morning worship service with Pastor Erdie Carter. We want to help you apply biblical truth to your daily life. All around the world. Well, if you have your Bibles, let me invite you to open them to Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5 this morning. As you're doing that, let me ask you if I was to come to you and ask you, how do you find peace, what would you say? Uh, would, you, would you talk about peace in that you only find it when the kids and the husband is away and nobody is in the house? Uh, do you find peace outdoors or do you find peace um, in a special place? Well, it's interesting, in 1971, there was a magazine uh, called Look Magazine, and they asked that same question to 16 different um, famous people around the country, and each one gave a different uh, idea of what peace or how they found peace. Let me share a few of the responses with them. Uh, some of these people you may recognize, uh, uh, James Michener, he was the author and bestseller of books, said that I find peace in taking his two dogs for a walk along old streams and into fields that have never been plowed for a century. There you go. Maybe you, maybe you find peace uh, on a walk with uh, your dog. Uh, Barry Goldwater, the former senator from Arizona, a Republican presidential candidate, uh, says he finds peace in his hobbies. And his hobbies were Photography, boating, uh, uh, flying, and camping. And above all, he enjoyed walking through the Grand Canyon. Again, Arizona, he gets that opportunity. That's where he finds peace. Uh, remember Walter Cronkite, the uh, CBS reporter? When he was asked how he did it, he would talk about going to the sea by a small boat. Now, I'm not sure. I've, I've, I've been to the ocean a number of times. I don't think I want to be on a small boat. Uh, it's just a little choppy, but he, he, found, he found peace there. Maybe it was because his prayer life was strong. I don't know. Sammy Davis Jr. said he found peace by looking for the good in people. Uh, and then Bill Moore's television personality and former press secretary for Lyndon Johnson said he tries to find peace in his family, uh, usually in a reunion or something along those, nature, those lines. So how do you find peace? Well, this morning, I want to talk about the gift of peace. Because it's Christmas time, we come and we think about the God of peace. Uh, but this morning, I, I want us to understand there, there are two things to look at. Uh, oftentimes when we think of peace, we think of things like what we've witnessed in these last couple of weeks of the tornadoes and how people can stand up and proclaim Christ in the midst of a trying situation. Uh, we know peace when, when we've lost a loved one and we, we struggle with trying to overcome that, but we have peace because we know that there is an eternity waiting for them and for us. And we find peace in lots of things. But this morning, I want you to know there's a difference between the peace of God and then peace with God. There's two different things there. In fact, you can never have the peace of God without the peace with God. Because as we'll see in our text this morning, peace with God is something completely different. And you'll never experience that peace of God without the peace with God. 
And so Paul writes to the Romans in chapter 5. And the chapters leading up to it, verses in chapter 3 and 4, Paul begins talking to the Romans about faith, justification through faith, that there's no way a person can come to faith in Christ uh, apart from Christ. There's no eternal resting place with God apart from Christ. There's nothing you can experience without Christ. And so this morning as we talk about the peace, the gift of peace, I want you to understand that it comes through Christ. But there's no real peace without Christ. Oh, we might find rest. We might come to a place where we, we can find quiet. But we'll never know real peace apart from God. So if you have your Bibles and you're at uh, Romans chapter 5, let's stand as we read one verse this morning, just verse 1. Verse 1 says, therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Read it one more time. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. You may be seated. Here's the big idea I want you to catch this morning. It's a, it's a real simple big idea. But people are born hostile to God. Hostile to God until they find peace with God through Christ Jesus. Now, you may want to argue with me a little bit on the hostile. I mean, you, you may think, well, people aren't born hostile. But here's the, here's the understanding. We're all born sinners, right? This means yes. This means no. We're all born sinners, right? Yes. We all are born separated from God because of that sin. And the only way we can find peace with God is through Christ. And so many ways our lives are hostile. You go, but you know, when I came to know Christ at an early age, in the elementary age, middle school age, I wasn't hostile towards God. I just didn't know. But your sin nature kept you moving. But when you came to a place to realize that there's no way you can have eternity with God apart from Christ, you begin to realize, I need Christ. And so we find this idea of, of overcoming. And so the reality is we're all hostile to God until we come to that place and we realize we need God. So in our text this morning, let me give you four truths that we find in this text. Real simple truths. First one is, uh, peace with God is the starting place for all our blessings. It's the starting place. If you, if you want to be blessed by God, it starts with peace with God. It, it's one of those moments that, that you come and you find that you can have peace with God in, in those moments. That God grants you so many other things. Look, look with me again, uh, verse 5 and following, the first five verses. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We also obtain access through him by faith. We receive access into his, this grace which we stand and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also boast uh, in our afflictions. Because we know that afflictions 
produces endurance. And endurance produces a proven character, and a proven character produces, produces hope. And this hope will not disappoint us because God's love has poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Listen, all that happens, all those blessings take place because there is, is peace with God. Peace with God is the, the starting place for us. The starting place. It's just like when people come to know Christ, when they surrender their life, you, you, you've heard me say multiple times, this is just the beginning of their spiritual journey. It's not that you have arrived, you've just begun. Because God's Word tells us that we're to grow in Christ, that we are to love more, we are to serve one another. It's the beginning spot. So peace with God is just the starting spot for all our blessings. The, all the things that happen, it begins with the peace of God. The second piece is peace with God assures us of our salvation. Assures us of our salvation. Look again at verse, verse 1. It tells us these words. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, have been we have peace. In other words, it's because of the peace of God that we have that assurance. It's because of the peace of God that we can hold to that truth. It all happens because of the peace of God. Romans 8, 38 and 39 tells us this. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor heights, or depths, or any other created thing will be able to what, church? Separate us from the love of God. That is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Separate us. That, that's the thought there. But the assurance that when you have the peace of God, that you know that there is nothing that can separate you. Without that peace, there, there is all sorts of questions. And listen, we are people who question everything, don't we? But we don't have to question our salvation because when there's peace with God, we know for sure uh, Queen Victoria years ago has been said to have asked after one of the services at church, she, she went up to the, the priest and said, so can a person truly know that they are saved? And the priest, the chaplain looked at her and said, I don't believe a person can truly know. Well, that became reported, knowledge. John Townsend was a theologian and a minister in that time and era, and he saw the report of that, and so he writes to the queen. And he tells her with trembling hands, he writes humbly to, to, to help her understand that there is assurance. In fact, he encourages her to read John 3, 16 and Romans 10, 9 and 10. He encourages her to, to read those and to understand that there's nothing that can separate us once we're in Christ, that we can be assured of our salvation. 
He writes that, pens that letter to her, sends it off to her, and with trembling hands, he begins to pray, invites others to pray, to join him that the queen would understand that there is a God, and that God can give her the peace of knowing of salvation. Two weeks later, he receives a letter from the queen saying, I've read the scripture passages that you've sent. I've prayed over them, and I am convinced that Christ has planned a place for me, as he says in the scriptures. In fact, it is said, reported, that the queen from that moment on began to carry with her a booklet that she would pass out to people who questioned salvation, that she would use that as an opportunity to help people know that there is truly assurance of salvation, that you can have peace with God. Friends, this morning, if you've placed your faith and trust in Christ, if you have recognized that you are a sinner in need of saving, you can have the assurance that only comes through Christ. You can have peace with God. But, but that peace with God, it doesn't always, it isn't always peaceful in our life. Amen? Which leads me to the third point we find from our text. Peace with God doesn't give us peace in all situations. Listen, there are moments in our life that life's not peaceful. Amen? I mean, you go to the doctor, the doctor begins to tell you everything wrong with you. Is there a peace about that? You know? No. Folks living in Mayfield and Bowling Green, who, who are believers, woke up and realized their life wasn't very peaceful last week, right? That peace with God doesn't mean there's peace in all situations. I mean, there, and, and let's be honest, there have been people over the years that says, hey, if you'll just trust God, your life will be okay. That is the biggest lie because we live in a cursed and fallen world. These bodies, listen, I'm not, I'm, I hit a number this year, next year. It's one of those numbers that I don't, I'm, listen, I don't really care that I'm going to hit it. It's just what my body going to do when I hit it. You know what I'm saying? It has a five and a zero in it. I, I don't, I know that's coming. And, and yes, I know I've played a number of tricks on people. I'll be on vacation for that month, so Go ahead and do all you want, all right? But listen, when our bodies, as we get older, it all isn't peaceful, is it? it, it they don't all act, the, not everything goes in the right direction. Not everything acts the way you want it to. Not everything happens like we want. Because just because we have peace with God doesn't mean we have peace in all situations. But once we have peace with God, we can find the peace of God. Now, let me explain. Peace with God means that we are no longer hostile with him, that we have a relationship with him, that we understand there is someone and something greater than us. We've turned our life over, and we're no longer at odds. We have peace with God. The peace of God helps us in all these difficult situations. Helps us when life throws us curveballs. Helps us when we are struggling. 
And we've witnessed testimonies over that. One of the verses Paul writes is to the Philippian church. He writes these words. He says, don't worry about what, church? Anything. But in everything through prayer, petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the God of peace, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ. Now catch what, catch what Paul is saying here. Don't worry. Instead of worry, pray. Put everything to God with a thankful heart. Catch that. Why would we be thankful in the midst of a storm? Because God is greater. Because God is good. Just because a storm of life happened and rolled into our life doesn't mean God's knocked off his throne. He's still God. So present your request to God. Listen, one of the things that I have been that I have watched and witnessed these last two weeks is just the testimonies of people. Testimonies of people who have come through the midst of a physical storm and yet realize God's greater. They understand. That peace with God doesn't mean everything is peaceful. All situations are peaceful. Uh, watch this, this video clip. So many uh, stories from people who lived through this storm. Trevor Grant and Margaret Helms uh, join me now. I appreciate you both being with us. Uh, first of all, how, how are you feeling? How are you doing? Um, I would say that I'm just really grateful, um, first off, that the Lord has protected our family and our friends and um, us, but yeah, very grateful. Um, we started out in the closet, but then his dad called, and we moved down to the cross space, and we brought some... Cross space under your house. Yes, um, we brought some quilts and pillows with us, but... Yeah. So what was, how long were you in the cross space, and what, what was it like when the, when it hit? I'd say we were, we moved from the closet to the cross space, and about 20 minutes after that is when the storm hit. Um, and then after that, we were down there for probably four or five hours for, throughout the night, because our house was barricaded in by trees around our woods, so we couldn't get out. Our cars were, were messed up and busted up. So we were stuck. What about the house? The house was basically flattened. Uh, it's not livable in anymore. Um, so we've gotten everything out we can, uh, but most of it was ruined and destroyed. But we've had lots of people from Graves County school systems and Murray school systems and our church here at First Baptist Mayfield take really good care of us. So we're shout out to all of them. It's amazing how people really come together and help one another in a situation like this. It's beautiful. Definitely, this community is going to need a lot of healing, uh, Mayfield specifically, but everywhere around here. Um, we're just thankful to know that true healing only comes through Jesus Christ, um, knowing that our true problem is our sin, not just this tornado, um, but through Jesus we can be healed through his wounds, um, and through that people can go into action meeting people's physical needs um, with the buildings and, and food and water and shelter. So it'll be good to see the churches and our community gather around the gospel in this, for sure. Uh, I really wish you two the best, and I'm so glad you guys are together. And, and being embraced by your church and, and your friends. So take care. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Did you catch that? In the midst of losing everything, and we, I cut that clip a little short just because of the time, but you know, they've lost it all. Anderson Cooper asked, getting keepsakes? No. You know, we found pictures or two, but we've lost it all. In the midst of that physical storm, they find peace 
of God. But the peace of God they have comes because they have peace with God. That they can, that they can give glory to God that in the midst of losing everything physically, the gospel is still intact. The gospel is what goes forth. And I love that testimony because he says, I, this is an opportunity for us in our church and our community and the gospel. That's what happens when we have peace with God. Which leads me to the fourth thing we find in our text is peace with God only comes through Jesus Christ. Listen, only comes through Jesus Christ. Paul tells us that it is just that we're justified through faith. Faith in Christ alone. It's not anything we do. Not anything we earn. But it's through Christ. And I don't know about you this Christmas season, but I'm grateful for the peace with, with God. That no matter what happens, no matter what tomorrow holds in my life, that God's still on his throne, that God will lead me through it. That only happens through Christ and his love for us. The Bible tells us that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You can have peace with God this morning. Just by acknowledging I'm a sinner and I need saving. I'm, I'm a sinner in the sense that I was born this way, separated from God, and I have lived my life trying to do what's best for me, getting mine what I want out of life. You can have peace with God this morning if you come to the place and say, I no longer want to live that way. I want the peace that only comes through knowing God. Listen, I can't promise you this morning, if you give your life to Christ, life will be rosy and you'll have uh, love from puppies. I, I can't promise you that. But what I can promise you is you'll never go through anything alone. Because the God who loves you will rescue you and give you the peace that you can say just like those two did in the midst of a physical storm that God is still good. So where are you? Where are you in that peace? If you're here this morning and you've never confessed Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, in just a moment we're going to sing a hymn of invitation and we invite you to come respond to God. To respond to the peace that only comes through Jesus Christ. In just a moment, you can do that. Maybe you're here this morning and you have peace with God, but your life has been living on your own and you need to have the peace of God in your life. Maybe there's situations that you're going through. Maybe this Christmas season, you're, you're going to encounter family that you need peace with. Maybe this morning, you just want to come to the altar and ask God to give you peace about the things that he's calling you to do.
whatever the case may be, would you realize that God is greater than anything you face? God loves you so much that he has a plan and a purpose. If you'll just surrender and walk in his path, the path that he's got for you, that you can find peace. This morning, would you do that? Would you stand with us this morning?